Warning! The podcast you're about to hear is very filthy. We say naughty words you would use as an adult anyway. It'll cause you not to eat your vegetables, and your mom generally thinks it's a bad idea. Any moment of the show that has any similarity to the history of any person living or dead, real or fictional, to real events are entirely unintentional and coincidental. Unless we're specifically noted otherwise in the cast and crew credits, all celebrity voices are impersonated, no celebrity has endorsed any aspect of this show. Welcome out, everyone, to a new episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky. I'm the very tired Nick Nitro. With me, as always, <laughs> I have to do that part. <laughs> I guess so. I'm so tired. I don't, I, I'm not thinking right. Uh, no, on the show, as always, um, the probably 85% awake, maybe 90, John Batine. John Batine. And then... We jokingly called you DJ Meat last week, the last time. But do you want to stick with that? Meat's fine. DJ Meat. DJ Meat. DJ Meat is very neat. I don't really DJ. Wicka wicka. Well, I know, but you're... I'm very pleased to be here. Excellent, excellent. So, how's everyone's weeks, last two weeks? Pretty good? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad? Good, good. My knee's not really improving. I, we, we, okay, we, as in the people listening, didn't know your knee was bad. So that's just convent, and it was on fire, and the nuns were like, you know, Jesus saved me, and he wasn't coming, so I helped evacuate the memory. And Sister Mary Clarence, I mean, oh God. God, I slept down the stairs carrying her, and then I hyperextended my knee. And these ninjas came, and they're like, you must steal these nuns, and I'm like, no. <laughs> and it just became one big hayride, and I ended up having to, I can't really go anywhere, I'm so tired. And I played tennis, and I hurt my knee. <laughs> wow, so after doing all that, it, after doing all that, it was the tennis that finally did you in, huh? Oh, okay. mm-hmm. <laughs> But that was the precursor. That was that, just leading up to the tennis lead, match. That was leading up to the tennis match. That is jumping the f- up to slam a ball, and my leg was completely straight as I landed. It was really so out. straight that it's actually bent back. Mm. And I landed on top of my knee. I fell down and almost cracked. I mean, it was real. It was like an instant pain. Like I thought my kneecap, like moved. I uh, I did a Spider-Man fall one time where like my leg just okay. Obviously, if you're watching the Ustream, I'm a big guy. I should not move like that. <laughs> and literally, my, my leg did like a, a Todd McFarlane Spider-Man, which was like up here to back here when I landed. So I landed on my leg. Mm-hmm. And I was at my old, old workplace. I ran out and I hit a patch of ice to oh. get to the car. And I went like that. Did Joe Pesci down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I oh, that hurt so bad. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was just my, my joint area or, you know, between my... I knew somebody that slipped on ice before. It was like black ice or something. You didn't see it in the parking no, lot. No, yeah, that's what yeah, it was. There was no it was crazy. ice I could see. It was black. The guy was really, the guy was really, really clumsy. The guy that fell. 
I don't consider myself to be clumsy. I, I would say in, in comparison. I mean, I apparently fall a lot, but it that's, was, that's yeah, not it was the in the parking lot at school. Would this person be uh, named a weird name for a pocket name like Meat DJ Meat? I believe it was. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hurt yourself bad, Nate? <laughs> Did I hurt myself bad? Yes. <laughs> Did you hurt yourself real good? Did I hurt myself bad? Yes. How was the musical that year? Oh yeah, because that's because wasn't it before someone actually before that happened someone uttered the phrase "break a leg" and Nate, you know, supposedly rumor has it Mm -hmm. took him up on it. That at least that was the joke you kept telling everybody. You're like people keep telling me to break a leg, so I actually thought it would be a good idea to take him up on it. (laughs) Yeah, because you were in uh, Fiddler on the Roof, right? No, this was. Well. <laughs> no, no, that was right. Music Man. This was Music Man. This is. Oh, Jesus. I was just playing Mayor Shin. And then the replacement was the guy somewhat. that you are somewhat replacing right now. How ironic. How ironic. I have a seven inch scar on my foot. And he is married. <laughs> How ironic. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Oh, it does a little. No, not really. Uh. Yeah, well, that's good. What about you, John? Anything interesting happening? No. <laughs> well, something has interesting for your wife, I have to point out, which I thought was Yeah, cool. that is I, true. I caught this. I, I, that's I texted true. you. Yeah. I visited, because oh, we're based in uh, Columbus, Ohio. We occasionally talk about that kind of stuff. There is a, uh, a website, ColumbusUnderground.com, mm-hmm. that has new events. And your wife works at the Franklin Conservatory. Yeah. And she's featured in one of the articles and has a video yeah. on YouTube where she's like fucking poking the bear, so to speak. Yeah. Well, there's Venus flytraps, which yeah, it's pretty damn cool. Yeah. Franklin Conservatory is a conservatory for plants, and of course, yes. And she designed the new show coming up, or that is out now, called Savage Garden. And it's running until August, I think. Middle of August. No, August, no, November. November. Yeah, okay. like November tenth or something. It's cool. Yeah. So she designed it. So whenever there's a media event or whatever, they talk to the designer. And That's that was yeah. That was cool. Her name was mentioned. She does a demonstration in the video of yeah Venus flytraps. It, it's pretty cool. It's it's pretty cool. No, I honestly like. She didn't know she was being videotaped for that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so when I told her that, she was like, "What?" Well, she knew about the video. Oh, they, okay. yeah. They told her. Like after that, there's going to be a video yeah. on YouTube. It's like, okay, <laughs> that's but, cool. That's very cool. So, so uh, check it out, Franklin Conservatory Park. Yeah, Franklin Park Conservatory. Franklin Park, Franklin Park Conservatory. Mm-hmm. So, if we would, so really, right now, Franklin Conservatory is hearing this and going, "We're going to sue you." <laughs> yeah. How dare you say we have killer plants and we don't? We're talking about conservatory with a K, though. Uh, yeah, definitely. Take Sure. Oh, uh, Nate, okay. you started a feature last time. I'm ready. Am I doing it? Yeah, buddy, you're doing it, man. <laughs> Do I, you have another sweet? Yeah, no. Words? He tried to tell me Thursday when we were hanging out. He's like, <laughs> I was off the top of my head because he said he's like, last time I've had that for like a week. I've, I haven't memorized. I have like the next few memorized. I'm like, okay. So off the top of my head, I was like, Nate, out of nowhere. Do you have your words of the day? And he's like, yeah, why? Well, you want to hear him? Okay. Well, he starts speaking him out. I'm like, Nate, Nate, I don't want to hear him now. I was just sort of joking. I know you'll have him. So, Nate. Yeah. Now we've built this up to a grand proportion that will never live up to its, its what have you. Okay. 
what is the first off, of the I week? have British slang, which is bog roll. What's it? What is it? Hog roll? Bog roll? Bog roll. Oh, bog roll. B-O-G-R-O-L-L. If I were to say, pass me a bog roll, uh, let's see. We'll start with there. I'll progressively get uh, closer to it. If I were to say, pass me a bog roll, what, do you, what would you think? Toss me a roll. A bog roll. Bog roll. A toss me a piece of bread. Um, a breakfast pastry. No. How about a croissant? Um, bog rolls come in packages of anywhere from six to I don't know twenty four, depending on how big of a case you get. Pass me a bun. Hot dog. Hot dog bun, hamburger bun. No, let's try again. I'm going to the bathroom. I need to wipe my ass. I need a bog roll. <laughs> Toilet paper. Toilet paper. Really? That's weird. Toilet paper roll. Toilet paper roll. That's That's a bog good. roll. That's wow. If you're going to the loo, you need a bog roll. Huh. Okay. My phobia word of the week is uh, cacorophobia. 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 A K. O R R H A P H I O P H O B. To note, he is sort of cheating when you read half of that. K A K O R R H I A P H I O P H O B I A. Yep, you got it. Acorophobia. Well, you're you're reading it for the and first half, and then you looked away like, aha, I don't need it anymore. Fear of failure or defeat. So if you have a fail, if you have a fear of failure or defeat, you are suffering from acorophobia. Now, the weird word of the week is habnap. Habnap? H-A-B-N-A-B. Do you guys know what habnap is? I will honestly throw myself out there and say no. Uh, I don't. If you are doing something that you are not used to, you are basically hoping that it's basically like habnap, you will uh, pass the test, you will... Succeed. Uh, you will succeed. I don't know. Um, case the culprit. You will succeed. Would that be so the same? Like it's at, you ran, it's, like, it's at random or it's by chance. Circumstance. Okay. Succeed at circumstance. Okay. Well. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, no, he's got a number between run, picking a number between one and ten. Winning, winning it is completely happening. Completely by chance. Okay. That was good. That's, that was a lot better than what I said prior. <laughs> wow. I'm going to be a teacher. <laughs> not lying. All right. I've added dumb laws. Okay. In Switzerland, a man may not relieve himself while standing up after 10 p.m. How's that make you feel? If you've got to pee, you have to sit down after 10. It's 9.59. In 58 seconds, and you're going, you have to cut off and find somewhere to sit down. Can you finish sitting down? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Like, if you start 10 seconds before 10 p.m.? Yeah, how does that work? Like, because then you have to be like a girl in a squat? No. Huh. That's very weird. Now, is that between the hours of 10 p.m. and, say, 7 a.m.? I don't know. That'll give you... If anyone out there is from Switzerland and can back up this law... Email us at thegoodthebadgeeky.com. Good, no, good, bad, geeky. There is no and, and, the uh, or anything. It's good, bad, geeky. Good, so, bad, geeky. At gmail.com. Tag the mail. Or they could use the contact us link on uh, mm-hmm. 
gbgpodcast.com or John, they could also call what number? Oh, shit. Area code 614-364-4088 and leave us a voicemail. That's right. Thank you for that. Thank you. We, we appreciate your, your ability. It's going to take a while because I forget how to say that. Fantastic. So, uh, I, got, I got two more things. You got two more. <laughs> two more. This, this, is just, this is just random useless facts. Stuff that you don't need to know, but it's just interesting. Well, you did know. this last time. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, what percentage of Americans do you think sleeps on their sides? I would say a large portion. Mm-hmm. Which side, left or right? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I think he just means in general. In general. General, I would say, uh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. This might be a trick question. In general, or like for the entire night? Because everyone sleeps on their side. Falls asleep on their side. Falls asleep on their side. Ooh, okay. I would say maybe 40 40 to 60%. That's pretty high. That's that's a pretty large, uh, Time, yeah, well, I like to give myself I th- I plenty think of you room. Need to be... I'll say zero to one hundred percent. I think you need to little, be a little more specific. All right, fifty. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say pretty high. I'm gonna say like sixty. Now this is falling asleep, so you just can't like. I'm gonna say sixty-four. Okay. More than fifty percent of Americans fall asleep on their sides. So I was right on the precipice of, of awesome, but I my answer was more than fifty percent. Yes, so I believe I got it. <laughs> well, it wasn't a game. Who wins? Dun 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 Well, it wasn't. That a, was so bad. It was. I apologize to everyone. Dun 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 All right, what's da, the last one you got, Nate? Okay, an iceberg contains more what than a lit match. More oxygen. Lit match. An iceberg. An iceberg contains more what than a lit match. What does a match encompass when it is lit? Well, carbon dioxide. Don't think so much carbon about the dioxide. flame, but think about what the flame is doing. It is producing what? Like you don't put your hand over top of it because of the heat. 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 An iceberg contains more heat than a lit match. I did not know that. How big is the iceberg? I don't know. It's a fucking iceberg. <laughs> There's well, some pretty big ass li- and there's also some pretty there. small ones out there though too. Yeah. And there's some really small matches. Mm-hmm. And there's some big <laughs> and there's some big matches too. Yeah. So okay. Nate, was if that- you're a weirdo or asshole like my colleagues, <laughs> you would like to verify all these, you know, answers that come up with all these little tidbits of information. If you would like to either back me up or slam it down, please write in or call in. Fantastic. Sure, you gotta be able to back your shit up. Yes, we want hardcore, hardcore cold facts. Yeah, that's all I got. Okay. All right. Well, oh, I have. A, I can do an. Can I do an annoying sound? And they have to guess what it is. <sighs> sure. Idea. Yeah. Let's do it. Why not? Because we have so much other fun stuff to talk about. <laughs> Please don't be too loud. That's loading. It's going to pop in our ears and I'm going to be... Can we guess what it is? Yeah. It's a bird. Caca. Oh, hold on. My media volume is low. Okay, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, it's someone farting. (laughs) 
think more third grade substitute teachers in the room. Is that Gak? Hmm? Gak? No, it's a whoopee cushion. Oh. Ah. Oh. It's a whoopee. Whoopee cushion after Do you remember that stuff? Nickelodeon Gak? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that stuff was cool, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you, you can make the sound like going... Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty... It also sounds like other stuff, too. Yep. <laughs> Today's perversion is brought to you by me. <laughs> yeah, man, Gak was sweet. And remember the other... Uh, the ball that was on top of like uh like a, it looks like a baseball home plate and there was a ball underneath you would bounce on it. Yeah. Um, Forget what they're called. Pop 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 balls or pogo balls or. I'm not pogo ball. Oh. Yeah, but like I just remember I thought it was really weird the the, the little things that you would put your feet on to stand on always looked like home base plates with a ball sticking out of it. Mm-hmm. Never learned a home plate. <laughs> Okay, wow. a home plate when I was playing t ball, baseball, right. softball, whatever it was back home in the day. Okay. <laughs> it almost looked like you gagged and slashed <laughs> when you did that. And you raised your. You, you did a very bird like motion. You're like, oh! <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. oh my god. Oh, that was like a spitter noise right there from Jurassic Park. That was like a... So, uh, this whole last weekend was Comic-Con in San Diego. Yeah. And I thought we'd brush through... Yes, sir. I can share on this. I know information. Okay. Because I'll probably ruin whatever you have. What do you... know? I'm letting you go first, Nathan. Okay, this is awesome. There was a debate on the news, Comic-Con... Uh, Newer generations of comic book readers are really enjoying, well, most of them anyway. You can't always say all of them because there's always a small percentage that are not. But for the most part, this whole digital comic age thing is really taking everything by storm. I, there's all this push to put comics online. Not only do they look like, better, but I guess, I don't, I don't like know. Like web comics? Them, yeah. Um, there's this yep. big dispute about putting comics on there. Uh, one arg- one main argument uh, between older generations of comic book readers is the whole point of getting that one comic that you've always wanted or that one that you've had since you were 14 years old is that it can appreciate and value. Once sure you do. once you buy, and they're talking about um, Apple has apps for comic books. So mm-hmm. That was mentioning. Mm-hmm. You know, you buy an app for comic books, it's never going to appreciate. You. you well, so that's that's one thing that they're missing out. And they're missing out on the classic idea of you know turning the pages and whatnot. But so it's basically a fifty-fifty. People are debating I, this, and people are debating that. As someone who does web comics, it's it's sort of two different things. With the big corporations, it's them trying to play catch up. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not because I'm, I'm my my comics recently new, but uh, their other web comics are doing very well for themselves. Like. Uh, Penny Arcade has their own... Matter of fact, they replaced the E3 video game convention mm-hmm. as a huge mecca. And it got so big for the last like five years, they started doing one on the East Coast because they had to uh, do it in Portland, Oregon. It's so big, they now did one, in, I think, in PA or New York. You're fine. Um, so it's pretty, it's pretty darn uh, important, the influence of, of comics on the web. Now... It, 
on my end, at least, I think it's cool. And the other thing is, two newspapers are dying out, which sort of affects how Marvel's doing things. And the problem is, is that uh, it does save on paper. I'll give it. It does save on paper, but the other big problem is, in the '90s, comic books were huge. I don't think anyone our age really knew that much about you know, in terms of how big it was. Mm-hmm. But like, because of Spawn, Image, comic books exploded on the scene. Everyone was buying books. And they half the people who did that regretted the books. They just bought them to buy the comic books. They didn't, I don't know, really, I don't know, dig the stories. Nowadays, it's all about geek culture and everything like that. For me, at least, I buy the book because I like the story or the character. Like, um, well, we interviewed Mark Guggenheim, mm-hmm. and he was talking about Spider-Man. And at one point, we probably foolishly let him go on a little bit too long about Spider-Man. But, I mean, if I go back and listen to that, I... Picked up that arc just so I could, you know, review it on the show, and and I ended up not getting all the issues for the arc, but I got like two two of the four. It was really good. So I when I started getting my other my Ninja Turtle comic books, I started doing subscribing to Spider Man Monthly. Yeah. Now when I say subscribe to Spider Man Monthly, there are three issues that come out a month because they they canceled half the other Spider Man books. Mm-hmm. So I get like tons of stories a month. Well, I granted I've not picked it up for three months, so I'll probably have like. Forty dollars worth of books when I go in to pick up, but I mean, I mean, I'm enjoying the story. If I didn't, I wouldn't pick it up. Like Deadpool, mm-hmm. uh, have you seen the new Wolverine movie? No, I didn't. Isn't that horrible? First of all, let's talk about that. That's horrible, horrible. I fucking, don't even. I mean, horrible. Okay. It's like World Worlds. It'll be a long time if we talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I'll agree with you on that one. There's just no, no, no. I hate the not not the open not the overall stories. I didn't know that Wolverine was actually. And X Men, I thought he was. Tur- I thought he was like turned into an X Men. I didn't know that he was actually born. A mutant. A mutant. I didn't know that. So that was. And I liked that about the beginning. But yeah, how they had them go through wars. I think that if I was a survivor of any of the wars that they showed, I would be completely offended. Yeah, but the ending, the end of fights. I love the final fight scene with Ryan Reynolds. I think that's his name. It wasn't Ryan Reynolds, but it was it was it was the eyes of Ryan Reynolds, but it wasn't really him. Ryan Reynolds played Deadpool, mm-hmm. and the whole thing about Deadpool is uh, is that he's a jackass. His character he's called the Merc with the mouth because he never shuts up. Yeah, and he's, that, so it's not him at the end. It, I thought they said like they, they finally got you to shut up because the mouth was still. That's why. No, it's his him. character, but it's not the actor playing him. Oh, okay. They they CGI'd his eyes on the body, but it's it's not really it's him. Not, oh, yeah. Okay. But uh, because but halfway through the movie he disappears or half the characters disappear there in the beginning of the movie and you end up mm-hmm. that Deadpool blah 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 mm-hmm. they set up on how Deadpool became Deadpool that's in the comic books and it was just unneeded like Deadpool's powers is he can heal he's a badass with all kinds of weaponry he's fucking insane and uh, he likes to uh, uh, he he can teleport like Nightcrawler mm. which I which yeah and so they they sort of put that in the movie a little bit but. I don't know. I didn't really... The fight scene was cool, but it was sort of... It pissed me off. They wasted Ryan Reynolds' ability to be sarcastic. Because mm-hmm. two guys, a girl in a pizza place, man. He yeah. was... Oh, he, he Berg. He was... I, I knew then that dude should be a star. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I watched that show. I was like, that dude should be... That should, guy should be a, like the sarcastic, witty friend mm-hmm. in movies and see mm-hmm. how he goes from there. And by golly, now he's like fucking doing tons of movies. Married Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. That's just... I don't think she's that pretty. As a girl who's a bit buxom, 
I will say that she has it in the badunkadunk, and and it's all in the right places. And I am a big fan of Scarlett Johansson. I would agree. I, I oh, because at first I was like, uh, when Match Point came out, I think we talked about it, I was like, because I know you were a fan, but I was like, ah, she's a good actress. I don't like. I saw her in uh, Iron Man two and some other movie recently. Uh, I forget what. And I may not know who she is. Scarlett Johansson. Beautiful girl. She uh, she was in Iron Man two, the new lady in Iron Man two. No, um, I'm trying to think what else really big she's been in because yeah. she does mostly indie stuff, or mm-hmm. it seems, or like mm-hmm. Hollywood indie films, which doesn't yeah, really. What the hell did she do? Oxymoronic. But uh, while John looks this up, because we're all intrigued. Um, but yeah, so. Yeah, I thought you were going to bring up the guy getting stabbed in the eye at the Comic-Con. That would have been... Huh? I didn't hear about that. Oh, you didn't hear about that? Okay. Let me well, let me, let me break it. you down. The Nick was on a Todd's. I only caught the two or three minutes of what I was talking about. No, you're cool. I, uh... They're, apparently, they were... The lines in San Diego are, are pretty bad. Like, everyone's waiting on a panel for their favorite show, whatever it may be. And some guy was sitting there, and apparently some other dude came, you know, cut in front of him, and he said, Hey... You can't do that. Okay. He didn't do anything. So he said, no, seriously, you can't do that. No cutsies. So he's like, okay. So when he didn't do anything, he took his pen out and stabbed him in the eye. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, nerds everywhere. Yeah. But no, uh, that was really, I think, the the least cool news. They talked about, uh, for Chuck fans, they announced who Chuck's mom is, which was pretty cool. Uh, Chuck's mom died. Yes. That was that. Yeah. Being right. that you've not seen the end of season three yet, I'm not. Gonna, I'm two. not season two. Oh, I'm slow. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I thought you were up to season three. I'm at season three. Oh, okay. No, see, that's right. Season three's not out yet. That right. was, that was like partly a big reveal in season three. What do you got, John? Um, for Scarlett Johansson, by the way. Yeah, the this is just ones that are that were somewhat popular. Um, Lost in Translation. Did you ever see that? Oh, Lost in Translation. With Bill Murray? Okay. Yeah, that's her. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, the movie opens up on her panty shot and her luscious, yeah. beautiful Match ass. Point. Match Point. The oh, Island. The Island with uh, Ian McGregor. And what's the movie uh, where uh, is like the big rom-com last year? He's just not that into you. Yeah. She's in that. Just not that into you, Iron Man 2, so you're going to be in the Avengers movie. Uh-huh. Uh, she was in The Prestige. Yes, The Prestige. That's a great movie. Um, in Good Company. I'll just go off that Lost in Translation. I've seen that. Yeah, that's... Man. Well, In Good Company is a fantastic she's not, movie. She's not bad, then. Yeah, and she's gotten better looking with age, I would say. That would be mine. Like mm-hmm. a bottle of wine? Mm-hmm. Well, because if you watch her in Good Company, she's very petite, sort of thin. And if you look at her now in like Iron Man Two, even like she's sort of, it, you know, got those childbearing hips kind of thing going in, and it looks pretty nice. But yeah. So, uh, but yeah, other things in Comic Con. What else was it? Uh, oh, yeah, they announced at the Avengers movie, which was pretty cool. Um, sort of. Mark Ruffalo is playing the Hulk, and. Uh, Speaking of the Hulk. Yes. Yes. Flipping through the channels today. Uh-huh. And 
on like some random channel that we have that just plays like classic TV shows. Oh, they playing the original. Incredible the original Hulk. Incredible Hulk was on. Yeah, that's not. You still not seen the new movie, have you? No. We we oh. need to we need to watch that. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. But they they play the with Edward Norton. Right? Yeah, Ed Norton. Ed Norton was a huge fan of the of the book and the show. He really liked the show though. Uh-huh. And so there's one point very early on after he turns into the Hawk and pretty much destroys. He has to leave wherever he's at. He does this really slow motion walk, and they start playing the theme song, the the sad Bruce Banner walk, ba 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 ba, whatever. And you're and it's pretty cool. You're like. Oh, it's the it's the Bruce Banner theme from, or whatever it is the Bruce whatever theme from yeah, the Incredible Bruce Hulk. Well, he's not called Bruce Banner in the Incredible Hulk show. Sure. Mm-hmm. What's he called? It's not Bruce Banner. It's it's very bizarre on why he's not called that. I don't remember Bruce David or Bruce. Ba 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 ba. Nineteen seventy eight. Uh, Doctor, it, it, it's David Bruce Banner, but he goes by David Banner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they never mention his middle name. Like I think maybe once or twice, but they called him David. That's why uh, I think at, at some point in the movie he goes by the name David, for as another homage to mm-hmm. homage to the show. Hmm. But. Uh, what else big happened in Comic Con? They released the new Tron trailer. Okay. That's Tron. Oh. I saw that. Wasn't that awesome? Yeah, very Two awesome. cars racing. What's that? Uh, sort of, like light cycles? I don't know, like one's green and one's red, and they race in a cube. And... Sort of, but much cooler looking this time than the last time. Yeah. Which would. Which. But okay, we, when we watched that, wasn't Tron another version of Jeff Bridges, or was it Bruce Boxletner? You're talking about the... The original movie, when we, when we watched it. Yeah. Because remember, Jeff Bridges gets sucked into the game. Yeah. Bruce, and everyone has a dual identity. But who was Tron? Wasn't Tron, like, another version of, of Jeff Bridges? I don't remember. See, I don't remember that either. Like, it was sort of... Honestly, I the the movie's premise was good, but I didn't like the movie. Mm-hmm. So I, maybe I must have blocked it from my mind. I mean, I have it on there. I will. I guess this gives us a good idea to watch our last movie club episode. Yeah. Um, if you're if you're feeling the same way we are, who's doing what in Tron? Watch yeah. it. We have our commentary and thoughts. Um, but no, I someone got in an argument today because Jeff Bridges, young Jeff Bridges, and that's in the Tron world, is the bad guy. And it looked really... It just looked awesome. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, it, it looked very cool. Yeah, because he's like, Flynn, is that the best you're going to do is bring your son in to save you? And I was like, ooh, ah. It looked pretty neat. You know, it, it, I, well, the, the, every time we see a movie, or at least around here, AMC or whoever, keeps showing the same damn Tron trailer. I'm like, they're going to overplay this unless they have a new trailer. And at Comic-Con, they released a new trailer, and i got to say, it looked pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was pretty psyched for it. Um... God, what else did they? They had a bunch of stuff at Comic Con. Chuck, Big Bang Theory was pretty neat. They had uh, being out. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty neat. And uh, God, that really that was pretty much it in terms of stuff that we normally cover. Yeah, but uh, 
That's all I got, and that's pretty sad. I know there's more out there, but I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, so what we'll do is we'll go ahead and take a break because I know, Nate, you're going to hate us for this, and I apologize in advance, but me and John got to talk Inception after the break. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't, uh, yes. We need Ooh. to talk Inception. Inception. Inception, the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, there's going to be spoilers plenty because I want to get I want to pick John's brain. Amanda, I because I didn't know I've, I've not talked to you for for a week. Right. Amanda told me that that you you guys saw the movie. Yeah. So I I'm very intrigued on this because I have all kinds of ideas on what the movie happened what happened with it. Okay. So uh, we'll I'd take go, a. I'll go play Castle Crashers. Well, they, no, you can offer some insight on the person who's not seen it point of view, especially since. Oh, you didn't see it? No, he's not seen it yet. Oh, I thought you guys were going to see well, it. Well, that didn't happen, did it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna it's a, hold on, hold on. We'll go for going to break. Going to break. Yeah, yeah, no, no. This will be for our GBG Live fans. All right, we're, we'll take it a break. Those listening on the Ustream, you'll get the whole story. Okay. We'll be right back.
All right, we're back, everyone. If you listen to the live uh, feed on Ustream, you probably heard a, a huge commotion growing, brewing <laughs> between to spoil Nathan or not to spoil Nathan. And, uh, and oh, wait a minute. I can turn that off, I think. Yes, I can. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Right, no, keep, that worked. That worked? Okay, yeah. yeah. I can, I can say yeah. fine. Well, I didn't know which mic I... I no, you're good. My, okay. you're good. Okay. Well, we didn't want to ruin it for Nate. Um, even though at first I thought, "Hey, let's offer a, a, the because yeah. the whole Inception is one of those movies where you have no idea what the movie was about until oh, you, sure. yeah. like you heard his ha- dreams, but beyond that, yeah, no clue. Yeah. So I thought, oh, that'd be interesting, but it, it is sort mm-hmm. of a, a mind. So we're going to be talking about it, and uh, yeah, we if won't. you don't want to, if you don't want to be spoiled, yes, we're gonna, we're we're, we're probably gonna, you know. Not that it, it'd be really pop. tough to really completely spoil it for you, but oh. you know, if you go into it with any sort John, of just going you know knowing me, about it, you know, I'm going to ruin it for everybody. <laughs> if you've not seen the movie, John's trying to be nice. Yeah. We're going to ruin it so bad. Yeah, it's like you know, some guy. We'll be talking in depth to, about it pretty much. I would think so. Yes. Yes. Okay. So. Did you see it in IMAX? No. Okay. No. What did you think of the train sequence? The train sequence. What the, were, were there? It's when they, I think they're on. Okay, well, we might be getting ahead of ourselves. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, the movie is about someone who can steal dreams. Yeah. Or uh, or height, do heist or change people's mind. Not well. It's not too often. Not necessarily but steal dreams, but he can manufacture them and put them in people's heads. Put them in people's heads, and that's sort of called Inception. Yeah. And the whole purpose. Of this movie. Now, this is where it gets trippy on how you view the movie. And mm-hmm. this is where, spoiler, maybe there's spoilers going in. And that is, supposedly, they're trying to perform an inception on Cillian Murphy, who, if you watch Batman, The Dark Knight, and all that, yeah. it's, it's Scarecrow. Uh, it's Scarecrow. Yeah. Uh, in the movies, Leonardo DiCaprio, he's apparently the, the lead guy. Mm-hmm. Kim Wintanabe is sort of like a gangster slash CEO of a company who, he, apparently, he was hired to break into his mind by him. Mm-hmm. And he failed, so in the process, he he owes him a favor. Yeah. Um. And uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Joseph Joseph Gordon Levitt, who is freaking awesome. By yeah, the way, yeah, really good. He's really good. He plays his pretty much the guy who gets things done. Yeah. In terms of the action guy. Yeah. It, and had probably one of the best scenes in the movie. Yes, he did. Uh, probably one of the best fight scenes I've seen in a long time. Yes, he did. Time. And. Oh, I have so many things I want to say about that, which is just so equally frustrating uh, for some of the other news I, I've, you know, we, we discussed earlier mm-hmm. on last episode. I think uh, Ellen Page, of course, is Juno, but she's mm-hmm. really good here. Yeah. Michael Caine as Leonardo DiCaprio's wife's father. Yeah, and I think this is important. I don't know the girl's name, but Leonardo DiCaprio's wife is a huge part of the movie. Yeah, I can't remember her name. Her name is Mal. The character's name is Mal. I remember the name. I don't remember the actress. Mm-hmm. Her name's Mal. But pretty much, that's pretty much what you need to know. Um, something else, I guess, and from there, it's about trying to... Or Ken Wintanabe, the gangster, makes a deal with Leonardo DiCaprio that apparently he did some heinous thing, which is... Okay, spoilers really start now. Apparently, he planted an inception into his wife because they were stuck in limbo. Yeah. And to get out, he planted the Inception, took her artifact, placed the Inception that you need to kill yourself to get out. Well, when they woke up together, she actually killed herself thinking she was still in a dream. Mm -hmm. And so he still feels guilty. Well, 
Mal keeps invading whatever dreams he's in when he's in other people's bodies and minds or whatever. Yeah. And she pretty much ruins ruins everything for him. Um, and so during all this, they have to... Ken Watanabe says, well, you know what? I will help you get back to your kids who apparently... Because you ran from the country when Mal killed herself. Everyone frames you, blah, blah, blah. So he takes this one last job to get back home to his kids. Mm-hmm. And everyone goes along for the ride. Yeah. Pretty much. Now, uh, <laughs> I really don't know how to say... What did you... Okay, at the end of the movie, the whole point is is that there are levels to a dream. Like, you can be in a level of a dream, and then you can knock yourself out in the dream and go to another level. So this whole device that they use... Like, say John is... is it, we're gonna, I'm going to infiltrate John's mind. I'm going to set up this device. I'm going to go into your brain... Now, in the dream level, whatever mm-hmm. John's dream level may be, like say we're working at we're at York for whatever reason, sure. I would pull up the machine again there and go, okay, John, we're going to go into a dream state. That's level two, and it can yeah. keep going yeah. like that until finally you get to limbo, yeah. which limbo you can't come back from. Limbo is pretty much hell. Yeah, it's pretty much hell. I it's also I would say I also call it a coma. Yeah, being in a coma, you're alive but you're dead. Yeah, which yes, it would be, would be a version of hell. So. Uh, pretty much that's what they have to do this one guy and uh, apparently you can train yourself to like that's apparently that's how Ken Watanabe stopped Leonardo DiCaprio at the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. all hell breaks loose though halfway you know mm-hmm. when they go into Cillian Murphy's brain and that's yeah. oh man it's it's intense the train sequence I'm talking about is when they reach the first level or the second level so I can't remember the train sequence uh, they pick them it, it's you know, it's the first level in, in his mind Remember, they go to get him. They pick him up in a taxi, okay. and Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. picks Ellen Page up, and they, they stop for a bit, and they're talking. Yeah. The car gets slammed, and okay. the train oh. from his dream yeah. is guiding through. It's not like a huge sequence, but it, it the IMAX sound freaked the shit yeah, out. Yeah, pretty crazy. It, it freaked me out because the, you're thinking something different is going to happen from the trailer. You're like, okay, they'll, you'll see it coming or something. Sure. This... Boom. Yeah, he had no idea. No idea. It freaked you out. And Ellen Page realizes that, uh uh-oh, you're bringing your shit into our... Okay. So, the end of the movie is they somehow go to Limbo, they get back, but then at the end, he goes back to his kids, but there's a little problem. Mm -hmm. Supposedly, Leonardo DiCaprio says, if the top keeps spinning, we're in the dream. You gotta explain the top. Well, the top... Leonardo DiCaprio explains that every time we go into the dream world, for mm-hmm. us to stay sane in there and to yeah. come back So they can properly, differ between dream world and real world. world. We have an artifact. Yeah. What do they call it? It's not an artifact. But well, no, it's called the artifact. Well, it's not an artifact. Yeah, it's all called the artifact. So, like, uh, my artifact would probably be this bottle cap, but mm-hmm. it has to be something handmade or something poignant to you. So, yeah, something that is is pretty unique. Right. John should not be able to... Sean should not... He can touch it, but you should not touch this. Right. If so, you can mess things up. Yeah. Um, now, Mal, well, Leonardo DiCaprio keeps using this top and says, this is my artifact. And he keeps spinning yeah. it. We never see it really stop. Mm, yeah, it stopped in, in real life. Because in real life, it would stop. In dream life, it would it would keep spinning and never wobble. See, you're under the impression that we saw real life. I'm under the, I honestly don't I've never it. seen it. No, it's I. It's fun. I, 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 that's okay, but I, I don't, I don't think we were ever in the real world, in the movie. True. Sure. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think. So. Remember when he was washing his face in the sink after? Uh, I don't think that was the real world. 
No, I I, I'm, I, I, I the, see. This is this is where I do. I totally think the whole thing. This is where I think the the ultimate mind fucked for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're okay. Let's explain. Finish things at the top. The end of the movie. He gets the kids. Supposedly they they did the job right. He beats his demons with Mal, which is his wife who killed herself because of him. Mm-hmm. Yada yada yada, and he <clears throat> supposedly comes out of limbo. And at the end, he goes out with Michael Caine, the kids, and he spins the top, and the top just keeps spinning, and it keeps spinning, and mm-hmm. you keep zooming in very slowly on the top, and but it, it doesn't barely starts to wobble. It barely starts to it wobble. Barely starts to wobble. And if it was in Dream World, it wouldn't wobble. And remember in Game World, he couldn't see his kids' faces. Whereas in that world, he they turned around, and looked at him. He, you know, saw him and see. This is and again, this, and this is why the movie's so awesome because it creates a great discussion, which is what the fuck happened at the end. <laughs> which is, I, yeah, because it just cuts to black. It or cuts whatever to black, and, and, and so you're just like, credits. okay, so is he in the Dream World or not? Personally, I think the whole thing was... I think the Inception wasn't on Cillian Murphy. I think it was on Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. It was to either, A, to do two things. A, get him the hell out of limbo. Well, then who did the Inception? Michael Caine. On Leonardo DiCaprio. Right. The only reason why I say that is because... I mean, when I first walked out of the movie, I was just like, okay, wow. So he ended up... He couldn't make it out of limbo. That, that That's trippy. Mm-hmm. And then I just started thinking about it. Okay, what is... Okay, what... Really is Leonardo DiCaprio's artifact. The top isn't really his; it's Mao's. He right. stole it. He took it. So, I think Mao is his artifact. That's why. That's why he can never get rid of her. It's built around them. He made a living artifact, made up of his dreams and his memories, which Leonardo DiCaprio also says. His character's name is Cobb. Cobb says, "You never built." something out of a memory because when you start doing that because mm-hmm. he's talking to Ellen Page we sort of see the movie through her eyes because she's mm-hmm. new to the whole thing yeah she's a student of Michael Caine right see that's who's a professor thing. at a college or and he apparently taught Leonardo DiCaprio to do see that's why I, the more I watch and also there's one more they're having a conversation and sort of out of left field Michael Caine just goes you need to wake up please wake up and then it, when you're watching, you go, okay, it's time to snap out of whatever delusions he's in. But looking back now, I just I think that's him. I think the Inception really is to save Leonardo DiCaprio. And if not, mm-hmm. at least give him a sense of peace. Yeah. Because the other thing is, is, too, is how long ago did this all happen in the regard of the kids? Because if he's been on the run for four or five years, but that's what the last time he saw his kids, then, yeah, the kids looked at him at the end, but... That's built around, possibly based around a memory. Wouldn't they be older? That that bothered me a bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a cool like, ooh, yeah, I, I but you don't really know how long it's been though. That's true. You don't. You, you're making the assumption that he's been yeah. on the run for for a few years. Mm-hmm. There's also the idea that he says that once you start an, accept, an inception, you really can't back out. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, is that for at first, Ellen Page is the only one who knew. The architect is the only one who knew. Um, so why is it when they all figured out that Cobb's dreams were starting to go haywire, why did they keep going with it? Because by all accounts, they could have jo- they could have got out. They could have got out. They really could have. The one guy was hurt already, I think. Uh, what's his name? Ken Watanabe's character was already shot. Watanabe. Yeah, because the whole purpose was they were supposed to get in this van. And the whole the other thing is they explain is how to wake up from the dreams. You can do the age-old version where water will wake you up. 
but the, apparently this editor, they have a dream guy, uh, a sedative yeah. guy. Yeah. He builds a component where, chemist. Yeah. the chemist, where if you fall in a certain angle, it'll wake you, it'll, yeah, it's it, called it, the kick. Yeah. It kicks you yeah. back to reality. So, my theory, my, 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 my question is, if that whole thing is they can jump and fall, when everything starts going down the shitter really fast, mm-hmm. why don't they jump off the roof when they realize that I mean, they sort of talk about well, if we die here, we die, but there's a chance we will probably will probably be fine too. Mm-hmm. Like that just doesn't. I don't know. That sort of that that was another thing that made me intrigued about the idea that the Inception was really about DiCaprio. Yeah. Because they seem to ignore. No, they they, they all did because the one guy who pulled up the other gun, the the the. Uh, oh my God! What is it? He. Does faulty documents the forger or something? The the forger, forger, forger. Yeah, the forger in the dream world is he can play other people, which I thought that was pretty neat for the, the turn. Mm-hmm. He his thing is is that when he's the only one that picks up on that Cobb's dreams are starting to fuck with everything, and so we mm-hmm. can't turn back now. I just I don't know. I that's what I thought. Yeah. I just I think that's it's, the exception. It's a it's a trippy movie. Yeah, it's really good though. I, you know, it it really is. Like I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. Like, oh yeah. Uh, Jordan, a friend, a friend of ours, Jordan, he saw the movie second time because that's the thing. My thing is was during the airport when they survived out of it was people looking at Cobb because that's the whole thing. The more you're in a space, people look at you. Yeah. I just, I just, I and he's like, I looked, man. They're not looking at him because he saw it twice. Second time, he's like, they weren't looking at him. I'm like, oh. Oh, man, there's something off there. I don't know what it is, but uh, that, again, that's me. That, the thing is, like you're saying, uh, there's tons of people at work that said that it, it, it all happened in the real world, yeah. except for the stuff that's supposed to happen in the dream. And sure. that's, I mean, that's so great. You can have a discussion like that sure. over a movie. Yeah. Have you seen Memento? Yeah, I have it. Yeah, I have it. Yeah. That's really a, good. Isn't that such a precursor to this? Because the movie, it's almost mm-hmm. the same design in terms of it starts at the end yeah. and ends at the beginning, which is the end. Yeah. Which I think is just fantastic. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, okay, what other stuff did you like, John? Because I, um, I'm, I'm rambling on my end. No, so. no, you're fine. Um, the, the scene in the hallway where Joseph Gordon-Levitt fights the dude and they're running up the walls and shit and it looks like anti-gravity and... All that stuff. How do you think they filmed that? Do you think they filmed that all green screen? Or do you think they did one of those zero-gravity airplanes that, they, like, they used in Ooh. Apollo 13? Remember that? They used... Um, That's right, they did, didn't they? Yeah, like, the Air Force has it, and they train... Or, ne- yeah, or, or it might be, like, NASA or something. And they, you know, they train them. You can go into zero-gravity for, like, ten seconds at a time. They do nose dives and stuff like that to, to simulate zero-gravity in an airplane. It's all padded inside. Yeah, no, uh, Michael, uh, not Michael, uh, who was it? Matt Groening and the other guy from Futurama, David X. Cohen, mm-hmm. for a gift one time, and Matt Groening's son, they went up d- did that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Matt Groening reenacted the famous Homer Simpson potato chip scene in mid-gravity. They only had, like, maybe, I think, five minutes yeah. to do it. Yeah. And and they said, it's really cool until you until it stops. And yeah, then really you fall down, but... But no, I... It has to be string work. Think so? I, I think so. Because that think that trip for them costed about $10 million, and I, I'm assuming that it's not sponsored by NASA. Sure. 
you know, like Apollo would be. Yeah. So I, I would honestly think it'd probably be legwork or CGI. Sure. Or, or you know, because Nolan's a very innovative filmmaker. Yeah. So uh, I, I would I would say that, but it, you know what? If he pulled it off with actual anti gravity, pretty sweet. That'd be even cooler. Yeah, that seems pretty neat. That's. Oh my god! You know what the best thing is though? That whole sequence is a chase sequence. Yeah. When you it comes down to it, it's a chase sequence. The mm-hmm. longest but best chase sequence ever committed mm-hmm. to film. Yeah. Which is fantastic. I, I'm getting just goosebumps thinking of them going to the bridge. It was and, pretty cool, just all of the the visual. Oh, yeah. In the beginning, when he's showing Ellen Page, you know, like the very first time he takes her into a dream or whatever. Oh, yeah, where things are blowing up. Blowing up. And then, oh, yeah. then, you know, they're walking down the street and they come to a wall. And they walk up it. Yes. You know, it's just... And so then the camera... Oh, yeah. yeah that's pretty sweet. But the thing that I was going to say earlier about the Joseph Gordon-Levitt thing was, uh, did they show you the trailer for The Social Network beforehand? Did you like it? Hmm. I, I mean, it looked interesting to me just because I like, you know, true space and yeah. true stories. Yeah. I the one kid in that, though, is playing Spider-Man. Now, my oh, whole thought while watching, while watching this was, okay. they fucked up by not getting it to Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He needs to be Spider-Man. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm watching... Because yeah. that was cool. Yeah, it I, was. That was so neat. He's, Going around and Ellen, Ellen Page was good too mm-hmm. because she was nominated for the Academy Award and a lot of actresses or actors in this position yeah. they fuck up yeah they don't young ones especially. young ones especially yeah they always do or yeah, well Halle Berry look at her she yeah, that's did true. An amazing job Catwoman <laughs> yeah what movies has she done recently lately know. really exactly so um, but yeah I she did a fantastic job. The one guy... I mean, everyone was actually spot on. Tom Berenger. Yeah. What is up with... Chris Nolan takes actors that, that I really dig, but, you know, they've been in dark areas for their career, mm-hmm. and sort of brings them out. Because Eric Roberts now is is really big now, thanks to... Sort of in part to him from Batman and mm-hmm. uh, a Dark Knight. And who there was somebody else in I think Batman Begins and Dark Knight who also had a a decent sized role. The older man, oh Pete Prosway was in it. Um, a lot of people remember him, but he was really big in the late nineties, mid nineties, late nineties. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you remember Romeo and Juliet, he played the monk in Slash Narrator. Yeah, Dragonheart, he played the monk there. And then in uh, everyone's favorite movie. The Usual Suspects. He played the go-between between Kaiser Sose, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, Kevin Kevin Spacey, <laughs> and everybody else. So, but yeah, I've not seen him in a movie in a long time. Marion Cotillard. Marion Cotillard? Was, was um, she was Mal. on She was on Craig Ferguson, I think, a week or two ago. She was pretty funny, mm-hmm. um, and uh, she was sort of cute in a weird... She's very French. Very very mm-hmm. but uh yeah now earlier before the break I think you said that you it makes you you got into Leonardo DiCaprio a bit more well I don't, lately I've just been he I used to not really like him too much well, yeah, well we grew up during the Titanic age where it's yeah. oh my god he's everywhere yeah and then the beach and that was just not a good movie yeah but then you know then he started coming out and doing all these really good movies like Shutter Catch Island. Me If You Can. Yes. yes. Shutter Island. Yes. Gangs of New York. Aviator. Yeah. Um, I, I forgot I have that. You know, this movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got home from Inception because it was as 
you heard might have heard Nathan say during the it was an early showing. I got mm-hmm. home. I had nothing to do that evening. The Departed. The Departed. Sorry. I I got back and I literally just was like, I'm sort of bored. I want to watch a movie, but I sort of want to watch something with Leonardo DiCaprio in it. And I can't go see Inception <laughs> again because I don't have the money. Yeah. So I watched Catch Me If You Can. Yeah. Because I just was in a Leonardo DiCaprio movie and I felt so weird. Did you ever see Blood Diamond? No. I heard it was good, but um, I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. Why is... Okay, don't get me wrong. He's a good... Why is he playing movies where he dies in the end? I don't know. Doesn't he die in the end of Blood Diamond? No? Wait. Um, I can't remember. Yeah, because I thought the black guy survived, but he died. Mm, I can't remember at all. And then... Uh, so he... Uh, He's going to be in a movie about Jagger Hoover. Yeah, he's playing. I think the, the Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood's directing. Yeah. Huh. God, he's done a bunch of decent stuff that I think. Yeah. I know. I didn't care for Gangs in New York. Really? Openly. Yeah. And I thought it was really good. That I think that was honestly one of the first uh, Scorsese films I've seen. Well, his performance was good. I just didn't like the the movie. Yeah. Like everyone, in that movie is good. Like especially uh, the butcher. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis? Daniel Day-Lewis. Have you seen There Will Be Blood? Um, no. That came out with uh, No Country for Old Men, and I always wanted... I always... Um, you know, we saw No Country for Old Men in the theater. Oh, did you? i still not yeah. seen it yet. You I haven't want, seen it? No. Oh, my I gosh. you got to watch it. Yeah, I, I want They play it on TV all the time. Do they really? Yeah. I've not um, seen it. It's, it's cut up, but I'll still watch it, because I mean... I'm yeah, I mean, it. it's... The Angel of Death is badass. Yeah, when they... I mean, I'm trying to think what they cut out in the, in the movie on TV. It's, it's more just... Death scenes and stuff. Or the gore? Not necessarily. I mean, it's not, like, gory. Gory. It's just... It's kind of dark in just some places. And just... I don't know. I mean, there's some language, I guess. But, I mean, that stuff can be... You can bleep that out. Yeah. And, I mean, the he does kill... The, the deaths are pretty gruesome, but it's just because he uses a... I forget what it's called, but it's a um, pressurized... It's basically... It looks like a joystick-looking thing, mm-hmm. but then comes out of the end of it is a big metal bar. And what they do is they put it up against cattle, up against their head, and they push a button, and pressurized air pushes the prod into their brain. Like, like that, you know? What he does, he comes up behind people and, <laughs> or he uses it to like knock doors, like knock door handles out of the thing and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty gross. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, and pretty, so cool. Yeah, oh best my scene. God, there's a really good scene. He, um, what the hell is the guy's name? Um, that plays the bad guy. Oh, uh, Alvier Dupree. Yeah, uh, Bardem. Bardem. Javier Bardem. He's just so... Like... Wicked. Yeah. He's just so serious in, like, everything. Like, the whole movie. Like, the way he delivers his lines and everything. There's a scene. It's just really creepy. He wa- He goes into this gas station. Yeah. And this old man's behind the desk. And... You know something's weird about it. Like, you know he's... Good is not going to come from this. Just, you know, based on the guy's character that you know so far. Yeah, yeah. He goes, because it was the guy 
pulls out a coin, flips it, lands on the thing, covers it, call it. He's like, what? What am I? What am I calling it for? Call it. It's like I, I got to know what I'm calling. If you know, I got to know what it's for. If I'm going to call how it, how you're trying to die? It's like, just call it. Because and you just know. He's gonna fucking do yeah. something. Yeah. And he picks it, he finally says heads. Lifts his hand up. Well done. Gives him the coin and says And he goes to put it in his pocket. He's like, no, no, no. Do not put that in your pocket. That's you you were lucky today. It, it basically tells him he was going to kill him if he says, "Whoa, <laughs> Jesus!" It's just—it's just really. That's uh, creepy. It's a good movie, man. You gotta watch it. Well, Josh Brolin's good in it too. I, I have. Uh, uh, there will be blood. Do you? If you? Yeah, if you like to borrow. But I will warn you. It is. Actually, a I think we have that on our Netflix. Very so. dry and long movie. But I will tell you that his performance is absolutely riveting. <laughs> no, I bet. I, I, I somehow went into Nixon. But, uh, last of the Mohicans. Yeah, uh, last of the Mohicans. But no, like, I literally... He, he gets into his parts like crazy. I, I remember watching their day, and I became memorized with, with his whole milkshake thing. Like, I started quoting it when I was at work. Oh, uh, like, yeah. I heard about the milkshake yeah. thing, yeah. He's like, all right, brother Eli, say you're over there, right? All right, and you have a milkshake. And I have a milkshake over here, all the way over here. Yeah. And you want to know, you don't want to know how I drink your milkshake. I take a straw and I drink your milkshake. And yeah, and it's just so, and you're just like, what the f*** are you talking about? <laughs> what the hell is your brain damage? Yeah. Because it doesn't really, I, I mean, he's, he, is he somewhat, he's like some kind of oil tycoon. He's an oil tycoon. And within okay. the movie, he is ruthless and good at what yeah. he does. Yeah. But by the point he does say that. There's something not right with the man. You seen Taxi Driver? Uh, I've seen the very, very much so cut up version of it. It was, okay. and it was like a long time ago, so I've not seen it uncut. I'm, I've only seen the cut up version of Raging Bull, and that was five years ago. Okay. But because uh, every director has a, has a trait when they like, I, I honestly I don't know what Scorsese's is. Let's see here. I'm gonna look up what Martin Scorsese's. Uh... Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese. Fuck yeah. See, Martin Scorsese, what do you think? Directing trait? Let's see what Wikipedia says. What does Wikipedia uh, say? Director trademarks. Um, begins his films with segments taken from the middle or end of the story. Okay. Frequent use of slow motion. Okay, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, watch good, watch good fellas. That's... <laughs> Yes. Um, his lead characters are often sociopathic and or want to be accepted in society or a society. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, often uses long tracking shots. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, often has a quick cameo in his films. <laughs> um, use of MOS sequences set to popular music or voiceover. I don't know MOS sequences. M-O-S... Uh, I don't know what I should know that. What the hell's MOS? I really don't know. Moving sound. It's a standard motion picture gar- jargon abbreviation used in production reports to indicate an associated film segment has no synchronous audio track. 
Oh, kind of like it's uh, it goes very silent. And you just hear music. Yeah, pretty along much. Along with the scene. Which yeah. that makes sense. Like when the car blows up in casino, you just hear like an opera song. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, he kills Joe Pesci in every movie they're in. <laughs> he includes references, allusions to classic wef- westerns. Okay. Um, yeah, because he's a big western fan. Tend to have featured. They tend to feature corrupt authority figures. Guilt is a predominant theme in many of his films. And the song Gimme Shelter by the Rolling Stones is heard in several of his films. Goodfellas, Casino, and The Parted. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, so we really talked about Inception. We did. <laughs> we go from... Inception, Leonardo Inception DiCaprio. Inception, Leonardo DiCaprio, Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese. So. Hey, Nathan! Come! Hither! Say goodbye. Say goodbye. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. So, Nathan, are you doing goods? In the games, playing your man? All right, so uh, we pretty much reached the end, but we're going to do a I'm movie. I find the sign. I couldn't find it. God, I felt like the horse. Oh, never mind. I'm going to regret saying that. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, next week we're going to do a, probably do a movie club. What's that? It's pretty cool. We sit there, we watch a movie up here, we eat pizza, and we just... That's it. It's pretty much it. People watch you watch a movie. Yeah, we sort of... Sometimes we might yeah, be able to miss it. We'll, we'll make comments about we'll it. We'll make comments about it. What are we watching? I don't know. We'll I don't decide. know. We'll, we'll decide and we'll, we'll spring it on everybody. A.K.A. we'll all know about it. And yeah. then, yeah, we'll post it. I have a... Confession? No, I have some movies that I don't want to watch. Okay. Obviously, I knew uh, what which one. We're probably thinking about War of the Worlds, Nate. Yeah, we're thinking <laughs> about War of the Worlds. The good one or the. Uh, we'll, actually, we'll run. We'll do a back-to-back marathon. We'll show the good one first, which is the <laughs> Steven Spielberg version, and then, <laughs> and then we'll show the bad one, which is the 1960s version. Oh, you're the best. <laughs> okay, uh, but yeah, so we talked Inception, Martin Scorsese, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, good luck with that. And the first rule of my movie club will be... Don't talk about movie don't club. Don't talk about movie club. <laughs> By the way, can you know how annoying he is? Okay. You know. Okay. No. <laughs> how annoying. You, you, you're like, you're like can, you I come o- can I come over tonight? I'm like, sure. Whatever. He comes over. You know what? Last time he was over, before, I was watching something I wanted to watch... Oh, and he God. whines and they fucking complains. So half a, half hour into it, <laughs> half hour into it, I turn so it off retarded. so we can do something to watch Which something else. Which show were you watching? Oh, we were watching Psych. Burn notice. Okay. No, we were watching Psych because he came oh, over Wednesday night. Fuck yes. He came over Wednesday night and watched Psych, and halfway through, you know, I felt bad. I was like, screw it. There's only one show on tonight. I'll, I'll put. There's like 20 programs that still go on the summer on Thursday night. Futurama, Burn Notice, Royal Pains. <laughs> He suffers through burn notice. Thankfully, it was the last 10 minutes. No, it was a 30 minutes long. <coughs> it was 30 minutes long. See, you don't remember that because you tried to zone half of it out. But I remember it. <sighs> 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 I can only oh imagine. Oh, my God. I can only imagine. How much longer? I thought he would... Oh! <laughs> and Burt Reynolds was in it. So that wasn't even entertaining. He was like, that doesn't even make... 
<laughs> then Royal Pains comes on, and and halfway through, he finally laughs at one point in the entire thing. He he goes, "That really wasn't a great show, but that one character was actually pretty funny." I'm like, so is that Nate's version of I hate Chuck, but I actually really like it? I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. I'm pushing grass out of my shoes. Why are you? Know, fair enough. I live hard. How does <laughs> living hard involve grass? I wear my sandal slippers outside. <laughs> well, that's a little different than living hard. That's... Did you wear those sandals? Did you have school tonight? No. Oh. That's living like Saturday. the dude. That's living, that's living like the dude wearing slippers. Tyrol. What? Tyrol. So DJ Meat lives. <laughs> so I tear it up. Okay. Any last words before we Flip before up the we box and let the DJ resolve it? Ice or ice. Turn up the box. Oh my god! I don't know. Okay. So uh, bad vanilla ice references aside. I'm Caucasian ice. You're, you're Caucasian ice. Cock ice. <laughs> Your cock eyes. All right, well, cock DJ, who's cock eyes? Any last hey, words? Did you read the paper? I no, I don't like touching newspaper. Why would I read a paper that I don't like to touch? All right, so uh, we'll be we'll see you next episode. Whatever. All right, I don't know how to end the show. <laughs> Fuck I'll it. do it. <laughs> Go. It's all you. The show's over. <laughs> That's it. That's all you have for that. I a whole. Thing. You're supposed to like do a big ho ha ha he he this thanks for listening all that stuff. You just like the show's over. Get the show's over. <laughs> Get out of here without cheese! You're a creep! Go away! We're having a good time until you start up, cheapers! Go have some coffee with cream or something, because I'll tell you something. This is a happy place. What the fuck am I supposed to say? <laughs> what song is that?